and welcome to a special Nerd of Paradise review. I'm your host Kate and in this little mini episode I'm going to review the live action Beauty and the Beast. So I've been wanting to do these little mini reviews for a long time. You know anything interesting that I come across that I just want to talk about more. So when I got an opportunity to see a pre-screening of the live action Beauty and the Beast I thought this would be a perfect opportunity. So you're going to hear my thoughts about that. And since this is going to be released before the actual release date of the movie, I'll try to keep spoilers to a minimum. But I mean, there might be minor spoilers. So just keep that in mind. So I was super excited to be able to nab some tickets for this advanced screening put on by Harkins Theater and IMAX. So it was on the IMAX, which is a huge screen. And there was a really entertaining Q&A beforehand. You might have seen that. I think it was streaming live on Facebook and that sort of thing. But yeah, it was really fun. And um, as you'll hear, Beauty and the Beast, the original, is one of my all-time favorite movies. You know, it's just a cornerstone of my childhood. It's one of the movies I've probably seen the most times. And so I was a little nervous to see a remake of it. You'll hear more about it, but I did really end up enjoying the live action remake. So what you're going to hear is a little bit of my thoughts before I went into the screening, some initial reactions, and then some more thoughts now that I've had some time to think about that. So I'll go ahead and start with before the screening. Hey everybody, what's up? It's March 6th, 2017 and I'm on my way to see a pre-screening of the live version of Beauty and the Beast. So I'm excited. Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite movies of all time. I've seen it more times than I can count and it's just one of those movies when I was a kid. I just would watch it over and over and over again. So, you know, when I heard there was a live version, I was excited, but it's like when something is that dear to your childhood, you worry about how it's going to be represented in the future. But I'm still excited, so hopefully I'll be able to get into the screening. It's a thing where you sign up for it, but there's no guarantee that you'll actually get in. So hopefully I'm getting there early enough, and yeah, I'm excited. There's no phones allowed, but I will give you my full report after I see it. So, alright. Laters. Okay, so just got out of the theater from Beauty and the Beast, the pre-screening that it comes out in, I think about a week and a half or so, but yeah, it was really, really good. I am pleasantly surprised and relieved a little bit. So it was interesting. I didn't realize there would be this um, live Q&A. So that was pretty funny. I mean, they seemed really funny and genuine, so... That was cool just to kind of get a little bit of the background behind some of the filming techniques and why they wanted to be in the movie and that kind of thing. What I appreciated about the movie was it gives you a lot more background about certain things. Like, for one, the prince, his background, um, it kind of makes more sense too. He was a grown-up when that uh, spell was cast rather than him being a little kid. Oh, and by the way, spoiler alert. I'll try not to spoil too much, but that's at the beginning of the movie, so you find that out pretty quick. Um, so yeah, you get to learn a little more about his back story. 
uh, more about the servants. That was really cool and interesting. You get to find out more about them. I felt a lot more connected to them. And actually, at the end of the movie, it was very emotional. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll have, the ending is different, too, by the way, than the cartoon. So just keep that in mind. I won't spoil that for you. I'll let you go and experience that yourself. But it was cool, too. Um, you also learn more about Belle and her family backstories specifically what happens to her mother. One of my big reservations before going into the movie was Emma Watson as the lead. And, you know, I am not a Potterhead. I've actually never seen the Harry Potter movies. I'm almost afraid to admit that um, on a nerd podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so I didn't really know what to think. I haven't really seen her in anything really. So I was really impressed with her acting, but like as far as the singing, I know like during that Q and A, Emma Watson said that she, that was her first time singing on screen, and I thought she did a really good job. I f I feel like the Bell songs like were maybe just a little bit lacking. I feel bad to criticize her since she said that was her first time singing, but like if you had like um a Broadway star who could really belt those out. I think that would have added maybe to those scenes. Or maybe if they would have just, um, I don't know if they could have dubbed in another singer. That would have been kind of weird, but I don't know. But I mean, I'm not, not to say it was horrible or anything. She was very good. Her, She does have a very nice voice and it's good. It's just not like blow your mind spectacular. So that's, there's that. Um, all the other criticisms, I mean, the beasts, his look, maybe, I don't know, it looked kind of weird, like, they could have made it match, or at least, um, use the cartoon as a basis a little more. I don't know, maybe it was just, um, the mocap they were doing. That was interesting hearing Dan Stevens talk about that. Basically how he had to act the entire movie two times, and, um, so like once with the suit and then once for the facial features. So that was interesting. And of course I love Dan Stevens because of Downton Abbey. So that was amazing. I, I loved seeing him on there. Uh, the beast kind of steals the show with that song. Um, I think it's called forevermore. That was pretty amazing. Um, LeFou, he's pretty hilarious. Like he kind of steals the movie just cause of all of his hilarious one-liners. Everyone was like, laughing hysterically at anything he would say, so that was pretty good. Oh, and then uh, Luke Evans, who played Gaston, he was perfect. I mean, that was a great cast right there. I don't think they could have picked anyone better for uh, the role of Gaston. He just, he did that so well. So overall, I think I will give this movie eight enchanted roses out of ten. Um... Yeah, I mean, I think the original is always going to just have that special place in my heart. And I'd, I probably would give that like a 9 or a 10. But this movie is very good. I definitely recommend going to see it. I mean, it, it gives you more backstory, like I said. And it's got a couple surprises in store for you that you won't see coming. So that's my little review of Beauty and the Beast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And go see it and let me know what you think of it. All right, bye. Okay, so 
I've had a few days to think about Beauty and the Beast now, and I have some more thoughts, so I think overall I will stick with my 8 out of 10 rating. It, it was a really good movie overall, and it just it was a beautiful film. I love the costumes, mostly. I mean, there was actually one major component I wasn't too crazy about, and I'll get to that in just a bit. But yeah, so for the most part, really good costumes, beautiful cinematography, like the village and the castle were just awesome. And the music, of course, was amazing. So what I didn't like, um, Belle's yellow dress, I just felt like the live action version really didn't live up to the cartoon version in my mind for that. So, I mean, there's that. Also, um, I found it took a little getting used to with Lumiere and Cogsworth and the other servants. They were just a little on the creepy side. But I mean, it, it kind of grows on you and you get used to it as the film goes on. But yeah, it was a little weird. But yeah, like I said, overall, I mean, it was a really fantastic film. And I really liked the fresh take it took on this classic film, you know, in 2017. Because if they had literally done it frame by frame as the cartoon, it would have been a little stale. So overall, I guess this isn't exactly what I was expecting, but that's not a bad thing. So yeah, there you go. Go out and see Beauty and the Beast, everybody. I think you'll love it as much as I did. All right, so I hope you enjoyed this Nerd of Paradise review. And I actually just saw Kong Skull Island, so... I'm going to release a review of that pretty much right after this, so be sure to listen to that after you're done listening to this. Alright, catch you guys next time.